You're listening to the Two Dumb Yinzers. Welcome to the club, buddy. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the show. This is episode 393 of the Two Dumb Yinzers. Welcome back to this Thursday morning installment. How are you guys doing today? Oh, I am fired up. Mike Derpy, we got 10 days. 10 days till the Steeler opener against the San Francisco 49ers. In only a week, one week from right now, today, from week from today, we're going to be talking about the season opener between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Detroit Lions. So, you know, this is going to be a really good game for one. It isn't like you get, a, you know, one of these bad teams that you're really – uh, you don't care about mm -hmm. these are both exciting teams uh kansas city and detroit coming into the season to uh just to, to begin with so i think this is gonna be a nice game to start the season off with oh yeah you got you know what reigning super bowl champions best team in the league and then like you know everyone's dark horse for the past two years the detroit lions and i i'm excited i i can't wait to see what happens uh you know i i think the you know, not to get ahead of ourselves, but I think, you know, Kansas City is going to dominate this game. But I, I'm i just excited, man. Live NFL football. I could see, I could see Detroit. Now, listen, I hear you. Not saying that Detroit is going to be dominant, not saying that Detroit is going to be better than the Chiefs, not saying anything like this, but I could totally see Detroit winning this game. Kind of, kind of like out of nowhere, start the season, get this thing rolling. Wow, look what kind of crazy start we had. Just because Detroit put a few pieces in place to make themselves a little bit better, and you know they 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 believed that they could do really well this season. I believe that they could do better this season. They were only a game outside of the playoffs last year. Yeah, but I could see them coming out winning this game and then you know finishing with with just a uh, you know like as I said, not a spectacular season, maybe just even an average season. But I could see this team winning this game on opening day, opening night. Yeah, I can see, you know, you know, Dan Campbell's going to have those guys fired up. This guy's a whack job. He's a nut. He's going to be ready to run through a wall. That, that team is going to be ready to run through a wall. It, I can see it happening. You know, we've seen this this um, Chiefs team lose games that you thought, oh, man, they, they should have won them but because they weren't focused. But, you know, it's the NFL. It's hard to win every single game. So it, it, I could see it. But, oh, man, Super Bowl champs being upset. At home, the first day of the year, that'd be a great way to start the season. Don't get me it wrong. It sure would. It sure would. Um, and then go into the weekend, have some Steelers winning over San mm -hmm. Francisco. It could be a whole thing next weekend, man. Uh, I'm going to say, say this first. Yeah, go ahead, Derpy. Mahomes is the face of the NFL, and the Lions, it's their season to give away. Derpy! There you Proud. go. History has been. Very poignant. Um, I do want to point out everybody that Mike, Mike is on um, Afghanistan power here. He, he literally right before the show went out, we, we, I was at my desk here. I sit down, I'm ready to go. And I, I long time for a change text come through saying the text come through. says that uh, Mike, Mike said, my power just went out. I'm like, oh my god, are you kidding me? But anyway, as as we were the ones laughing at him months ago when he was getting his solar panels put on his house, um, look who's laughing now. Renewable energy for the wind, bitches. Yeah, it, it's like you know everything flickered, and then you know I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And I looked down, like, oh, no Wi-Fi. But look, so, busted so out, busted out the cell phone. Him. 
cell phone, mobile hotspot. The sun is powering the house. I mean, my bald head is bringing in the rays to power everything. I mean, look, I mean, look, you know, you would never have been able to tell. I mean, I mean, there's it might be a little glitchy on the audio end, but there's still, you know, for, for solar. You know, this is how this is how Osama bin Laden communicated yeah, for all those damn years. Damn you know, straight, was, that, you know, that's why we couldn't find a six foot six, six air with dialysis. You know, he in his solar panels. <laughs> yeah, not exactly right. You know, if it, if it's good, and, never mind. I was going to say if it was good enough, if it was good enough for him, he, he literally just you know, that's how he was watching his porn. Mike, that's how me? he. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. Uh, often. Yeah, man. we can hear you. I, I can't, but uh, I'll, I'll survive. You know, I, I'm doing the best I can. I got a string and shoelace here trying to communicate with you boys. Yeah. I can hear him. Could you get a can? Could you get two cans and a, and a string maybe? How about now? Is this better? Well, that's a little better, yeah. Okay, I'll d- turn my mic off. Yeah, higher. yeah, do that. Stay there. What you're doing now, do that. Right there, right here, right here. It's yeah, here. Don't, don't move. Good luck. Don't move. I'm telling you. Just, it, yeah, just like this. Just like that. Yes, yeah, stay just like that. I'm going to go back over to the Pirates real quick before we do get started on some football. The Pirates, hey, I hope you didn't throw away your World Series tickets because guess what? The Pirates just swept the Kansas City Royals, yes, the Kansas City Royals yeah. with a 41 and 94 record now that the series is over. Pirates beat them. Uh, we since the last time we've seen you guys, they won two games. The two nights ago, they won six to three over the Royals. He Brian Hayes hit a home run. Uh, Paguero went three for four with a, a home run. And get this this was Brian Hayes's. This month was he had a career high 20 RBIs, 20 RBIs this month. Oh, wow. Uh, Selby wins that game. In one of these weird pitcher by committee things that they do, where he pitches two innings and you know he really didn't do bad, yeah. but they give it to the next guy. So you know they had that going on. Yesterday they win also. They win game three of the series, four to one over the Royals. Jack Sawinski goes two for four with a two RBIs and a home run. Big Stacks goes two for three, one run, one RBI, one home run. The Pirates' next series starts tomorrow for a weekend series at St. Louis. Three game series, eight fifteen tomorrow. Game one, check it out. Well, Bucko's making it interesting at the end. You know, they 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 know Steelers season's right around the corner. They're trying to stay relevant. Well, look at this. They're sixty one and seventy three. Okay, sixty one. I mean, that's only twelve games under. Which it's, it sounds totally insane for us to be even saying that's only twelve games under. But it's only twelve games under. Uh, the Pirates are sitting thirteen and a half games. Ago. Derpy is still optimistic. I, I I don't get his optimism, but he does always say 162 games. They got to play the 162. They're 13 and a half games back. They actually gained a little ground over the uh, over the past few days here, getting back to being 13 and a half games out of first place. But uh, there you go, guys. If you want to scrape scrape down World Series tickets out of the bottom of your uh, trash can, you might want to scrape them out because these guys are on a roll. Let's go, Bucks! World Series champions next year, boys. They just add four, five, seven, eight more players, seven more pitchers. They got this. You know, their coach, new GM, the whole thing. You know, hey, couple moves here and there. Next thing you know, World Series champions. Uh, <laughs> you know what's wild? <laughs> there still is a month. I mean, you play six of these months, and you still have one whole month. Considering, I mean, it's not a lot. You're already you yeah. Know, the way through but you still have a whole month and I, I guess crazier things have happened i could recall 
the Rockies winning 21 of their last 23 mm-hmm. back in what was it 07 to uh, go to the, yeah whatever but uh there you go don't throw them tickets away too soon it's going to be a bookend man we have a great first month great last month and everyone's going to be fooled again yeah be all excited for next year and then they'll do it to us again mm-hmm. I'll, I'll fall on the trap because i love i love i love the pirates i grew up watching them they're my team I want them uh, to win. Penguins, Mike, uh, hockey news. Former mm-hmm. Penguin Carl Haglin retires from the NHL because of an eye injury, so Hags yeah. is done. That's a two-time Stanley Cup champion. He had a hell of a career, man. Hell of a career. He's just an underrated player. Is he an all-time great? No, but he's a damn good player. He's someone you wanted on your team. It was fast as hell. I can tell oh, you that. God. He was the HB, HBK line. My God, that was line was the thing of beauty. Haglin, I hated him when he was on the Rangers because he was just – that guy, he was like you said, he was so fast. You just couldn't stop him. The offense that he would generate, the chances he would generate, the penalty killing. Oh God, he was huge. he was a pest. He was, he a, was pest. a pest. He was, but then he became a penguin. He was like, all was forgiven, baby. Yeah, and he, he was, was even better. He, yeah, he was too. And like Derpy, you know what I mean? He's exactly. A pest, but he's exactly. our pest. He's our pest. You know, right? You know, that's the way I look at it. Yeah, you're the Carl Haglin of the bunch, Derpy. That's not a bad thing, Derby. That's not that a bad is... thing. That's a two-time Stanley Cup champion. Yeah, that's what he he scored the what one of the goals against um, Nashville in the deciding game six. You know, so you earned some very good company. There you go. Uh, Derby, I, I do know that Derby. I, I I don't know what he's going on and on about. I, maybe it's he's still upset about this wedding, this this wedding of his sisters. He's not no. going to. You're, you're not upset about this anymore. You you made peace. I'm some. Somewhat, but but you're coming to terms with it. Yeah, and just you're just like I, you know what I, I'm gonna have to do this. So why 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 yeah. even get myself worked up? Yeah, yeah, that's probably your best bet, Derpy. I, I I just think that um yeah you know just 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 do it. You got to go do it. Just do it. Do it for go your to, sister. Go to a football Derpy. game later on this season. Yeah. Man. Yep. You know. Yeah, you got this, Derpster. And the thing is, I mean, you don't live far enough away. Maybe you go to the game in Cleveland later in the season, you know, against the Steelers. I'd rather jump in the lake. I mean, I would, too. During December or January, they go into that stadium ever again. And what are them little bugs they have up there that we were talking about? They, uh... Um... Yeah, we had the, the trivia. The midges? One the midges, yeah. The midges. Yeah. So there you go. Midges. midges, everybody. Is that kind of like the Miz? No. no. That's all I got. <laughs> I, he, uh, I was scrolling Twitter to see if anything was happening, and I saw a picture of the Miz. Still open for a small chance, but. Uh, a couple things going on in the NFL. Well, we did get to our, we, we got our rosters completed the other day. Yeah. Correct? Uh, kind yes. of. Value. All the cuts, all the, all this stuff. Um, let me let me let me talk about a couple guys first before we go on about the Steelers. Former running back Benny, uh, for, for, former Pittsburgh Steeler running back Benny Snell gets cut by the Detroit Lions. Uh, Detroit <laughs> Lions cut Benny Snell. Mike, is uh, he gonna find work this year? It, he, it just seemed like Benny Snell just seemed like a fit for this team. Where they're doing right now, where they're going, the direction that they were going. Yeah, he, he felt like he would fit on that team. That 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 power so. back that you needed. He he's reliable on special teams. I. I he might catch on somewhere for one final year in the NFL. I hope he can make it because, you know, he was he the greatest running back we had. No, but like in those couple games when we needed him to step up and play, he he stepped up and played. He showed he can, you know, be a serviceable back in the league. 
So hopefully he gets yeah. another crack somewhere. I, I think he deserves it. He's a good, pretty good backup running back to have. Yeah, I, I wish him the best. Also in the league, um, the Chargers, the Chargers signed Tanner Muse. Am I seeing this correctly? I believe so. Chargers signed Tanner Muse. Interesting. That is interesting. I was kind of hoping he made his way through waivers so he could make his way back. But you know what, Mike? Yeah, yep, yep. He made it to the Chargers. But you know what? It doesn't really bother me because we nailed. We didn't just get it right. We nailed the linebacker rooms with our predictions going into the roster. There's, There's not one person that we got wrong. Yeah, it's, it's 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 what we said. It's your Watt, your Highsmith, your Golden, your Herbig, mm-hmm. your Robinson, your uh, Landon Roberts, Cole Holcomb. Who am I missing? I'm missing Juan Alexander. Juan Alexander. We predicted these eight guys, and these eight guys were the exact eight that made it. Again, I would have liked to see Tanner Muse make his way through waivers and and have access to him maybe through practice squad or whatnot. I thought he was a good. Um, as we said in the past, a good special teams player that, that I would have loved to see be a part of this team. But you know what? Good for him. Heading out to Los Angeles to play for the Chargers, guys. Hey, you know what? The 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 weather improved for Tanner Muse. So I give it, you know, he got lucky. Uh yeah. Hey, you know what they nobody's talking about the Chargers either. Well I think there's I think they're safer too. You give up, you give up, you know, that big lead in the playoffs last year. You kind of lose a little yeah, bit. Their coach, man, he, he, he's, yeah, he's, but they he's faced the a one lot of holding, injuries. Well, a lot of it too, you know, we're going to play our wide receiver in a game that doesn't matter who's injury, who coming back from injury and is injury prone and gets hurt, then screw yourselves in the game that matters. So it, uh, that, it's that coach, man. They've had some bad coaches. They've had some good players, great players, but bad coaching that handicaps them. Yeah, I think that's what's happening now. I was thinking coaches. Jacksonville Jaguars head coach cut his own son. <laughs> I saw Let's that. See this. He, that, that, that had a um, So for, for any of these people that complain and go on and on, well, the coach's son always gets to play. The coach's son always gets to start. Oh, the co- see, there parents, you are. At the highest level. Example. The highest level possible, the coach actually cut his own son. And but, um Next day, he brought him back to the practice squad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's what's best for the team. That's a perfect example of what's best for the team. What's best for business. Yep. Uh, Steelers release punter Braden Mann. I don't know. Does anybody have any insight what was going on with that? I, I, think, I, I heard I that think... the Eagles needed a punter and the Steelers were hanging on, so they couldn't yeah. take it. Maybe use him as a trade, trade yeah. bait, something like this. Anybody have any insight on this Braden man? That's what situation? I saw. It's like they were they they saw the teams were going to have need they were a looking. punter, and they were trying to make a trade, and nothing materialized. So at that point, it's got to cut bait because yeah. no one's going to no like just everyone knows what you're trying to do, and you're trying to trying to force the market, but it just didn't work. Yeah. So uh, the other big one, a uh, big one, a big one. Please tell me, Mike. Please, Derpy. Enlighten me. Tell me a little bit about um, Desmond King. Of course, Steelers signed former All-Pro cornerback Desmond King, who was released by Houston. Um, I, I, I hear this guy is a very nice sign for us. I, I hear that 
Morcon is working his magic. I, I hear that, that uh, this is going to be something for this secondary that's going to go a long way for us. Somebody please tell me a little bit about Desmond King. Let's go, Derpy. What you got? Because I got a little stuff. Well, I was listening to this this take a couple of days ago on another podcast, but That's Desmond King is a good fill-in piece for depth. I mean, he, he yeah. was an All-Pro. Yeah, he, well. yes. he played well enough to be an All-Pro. Yeah, he's been how, on. Yes. How many seasons? How far is he in the league, Mike? Uh, a couple years. Right. Uh, he came in in 2017. Five, yeah, it, Four? He's, 2017 was his rookie year, so six years. Well, five years. Five, six years. Yeah. 2018, he, I believe, was his breakout year, though. Yeah, he's been on some. Or was it very, his rookie? He's been on some very bad teams, so it, it's kind of and he's produced on those teams like Jacksonville. What he's been, or excuse me, uh, the Texans two years, five picks in those two years. He's pretty good cover guy. He's he's what I've read. And you can see it on film too. He's quicker than fast. You know, he's he's not going to stay with the a burner receiver all the way downfield. Yeah, but he uses his smarts the way like Joe Hayden would body control, positioning. Let's force the guy this way. He understands coverage. I read a lot about that and watched some highlights of him too. He understands how to play man. He understands how to play off in zone. I to me, I think he's going to go right in and be our slot corner. Kind of like a Mike Hill. Yeah, this guy's really good at at tackling. Really good at helping the run too, as well as coverage. And we we kind of like that corner. You know, Desha- he uh, puts me in mind of Deshae Des- Townsend. You know, he's that guy who he's not going to be flashy, but you look at the end of the year, he's going to end up with three or four interceptions, bunch of key tackles for losses, a couple key sacks. That Deshae Townsend, Mike Hilton type player. I think it's a great pick. I think he, you know, he's going to slide right into that slot spot. Here's one for you. So we pick up this guy. This guy is a former All Pro. On top of another former All Pro, Patrick Peterson. Did you guys know? Did you guys know that in the NFL, Patrick Peterson has the most career interceptions? <laughs> I've seen as, this. As far as active players, mm-hmm. uh, he has 34 interceptions in his career. Tied pairs with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, so I mean, these guys over, you know, this They're guy, this guy, like I said, he has the most interceptions in the league of any active player. You bring this other guy over who's an All Pro. I mean, so you, uh, you know, here's my thought process on this. Just by uh, law of average, these are some pretty good guys. Whether one is a little bit over his age, whether the other mm-hmm. one, uh, you know. So these these guys are smart enough to play the position there. Yeah, know, how players are used. Coaching. Exactly how the players are used, opposed to you know the straight up skill of the player. But these guys they they have a, a nice past, a nice uh, record, a, a nice to go off of. Like I said, mm-hmm. to be making to make big plays in certain situations where you need a big play. You're sitting there watching a game. And you're saying, you know what, the Steelers really need a turnover right now. Please. Yeah. You know, there were, there were the times yeah, when like Desmond King steps up and, and makes an interception. Those are the times that people like Patrick Peterson make a mm-hmm. big play. So these guys that we're bringing in, that they're all potential big play makers. I just want to know, are these going to, you know, these guys going to be, are they going to be good through the thick and thin of things? As I said, you know, the, uh, the guy that's has the five adversity. interceptions in two seasons or whatever. Yeah, five interceptions in two seasons. You know, that's few and far between. But if he has that 
you know, that, that skill set and he's used right, he can be mm-hmm. very effective. But, but are these guys going to be the ones to get us through the hall? There are 17 long, hard games played this season. Are, are these going to be the guys that, you know, play after play after play, we're going to be able to count on and, and, and be able to rely on these guys to carry this secondary, to carry this team? Because we, we have a rookie. We have Patrick Peterson, who, you know, he's an older uh, mm-hmm. player. You know, the guy that we're just talking about. Levi Wallace, who I, I think would be the, the the premier guy just because of yeah. where he's at with his age, experience, everything mm-hmm. else. He's kind of he falls right in the middle of everything. Yeah. So what I'm saying is do these guys that we brought over, the, these players that could be impact players, no two ways about it, are they gonna be consistent enough to again be the the guys that that, that carry for the long haul? And, and after those 17 games, you're hoping to play playoff games and be yeah. effective in playoff games and, and want to continue playoff games so what do you think mike um, i think they have the mindset they have the All mindset right. but like ryan said like are they gonna have like the the ability are are their skills such play in, up all play year? out play, yeah yes so especially peterson getting up there in age last year you know he had a lot of picks last year but more out of that cover two where the steelers play a lot of man so i i think it was peterson they're gonna use him to the first half of the season and then they're hoping the second half of the season joey porter takes over to take that load off of yeah. peterson it with levi wallace you know they're gonna i think he's gonna be the guy on the opposite side or he's gonna be their play in play out i think he's gonna have a much better year than he did last year and last year wasn't a bad year overall once you look at his numbers he was what tied for like fourth fifth in the league with interceptions he was up there his coverage ratings weren't that bad so and, and King, if, you know, like you said, he, he's been on some bad teams and produced. So I, I think him in that slot role with everyone else around him will make him better. Kind of like how we were talking the other week of how our two, like Daniels and Smaller are going to make Mason Cole better. They're going to, you know, improve his play. I think Desmond King in this secondary is going to make playing with everyone's going to make him better. And I think, you know, even that's might work with Pat Peterson too. You know, he's going to have Minka in the back. Uh, Keanu Neal because he's going to have some better players around him to elevate his play as well so I I think they're better like the whole is better than the sum of the parts like once you start looking at it individually at corner yeah you can find weaknesses here and there but I think collectively it's a lot better than it was last year and and one of the better ones in the league how many teams did he play for Desmond King Desmond King I mean you said he's been in the league for about five years I imagine he probably played for more than just Houston. Is I know he was drafted team? by the Chargers. Let's see. I'm pulling it up real quick. I accidentally closed that screen. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, I mean, here's my thing. Ted, LA, he went to the Chargers, uh, Tennessee, and Houston. Okay. All right. Yeah, go so. ahead, Derby. Here's my thing. Yes, I do believe that. But we're the Pittsburgh Steelers, and we're going to face injuries. It always happens. The question is, who's going to step up and be that guy? And that's such a big. That's such a big thing with with Omar, what Omar Khan just accomplished in this offseason. You know, really building depth. I think was was primarily one of his main goals. And you know what? That's what it's going to come down to. Because when you do have a guy get injured, you want to have somebody ready and able to step up and be the next guy. And I think we're going to be prepared for that this year, uh, guys. Let me move on a little bit here. 
the uh, Mike, you mentioned Keanu Benton. Keanu Benton, um, and again, it's just preseason, but that's all the information we have to go off oh, at yeah. the moment. Uh, he was the highest graded rookie defensive tackle against the run. I saw that that preseason. And that's don't get me wrong. I mean, that's going down a long rabbit hole. It's the uh, highest yeah. graded rookie defensive tackle. Yeah, the there's a lot of qualifiers. Preseason. Told you he's coming you know. for that starting position. But uh, you know, I mean, for rookie defensive tackles against the run, that's that's a good sign. That's a good sign. You just think about some of these defensive tackles, like you know, Jalen Carter. He's a monster against the run and the pass. So for him, the, a monster against anything. He's exactly. a monster against, against a semi truck. That guy, <laughs> Jalen Carter. He's a beast. Fuck. He's a beast. And you know, and Keanu Benton. You know, he's a typical nose tackle. So of course he fell down in the draft board. So you know, we were lucky to get him where we got him. But I, it, it's an encouraging sign. These are all good signs. But yeah, it's just preseason. But you like to see people produce in the preseason. When they don't produce, that's when you worry. So like. Yeah, you know, it, I I like it. It's a good sign. I I like the way he played. You break down his film. You watch him play. Kid kid can play. He he under has a very good understanding of how to be a three four nose tackle, and that's what this team has missed is like a traditional nose tackle. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I can't wait to see Keanu play in a uh, meaningful game. Yeah, seeing a lot of these rookies moving forward, it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, Derpy, Derpy was—I uh, I don't know what what he was on, but at the beginning of the show, he, he really wanted fired to go up. off. Derpy, what's going on, man? What what was your uh, what was your beef? Just you know, everyone riding every other team in the AFC North. Derpy. When it comes to consistency of winning. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think we proved it. Did we say the other day? I remember that uh, the last top five pick we had was in 1970s. I mean, the, you know, the proof is in the pudding. You got you to gotta let people talk. The thing is, you can't let, uh, you know, every single opinion get to you. Let them talk. The uh, proof is in the pudding, you know, when it comes down to it. And then people may say something along the lines of them. Well, you're, you're you know, that's all you could talk about. Something that happened a long time ago. No, in the Super Bowl era, it's facts. I, I mean, it did. It, you know, these things happen. A long time ago but we still haven't had that number five pick so, so we must not be doing too bad all the way to this moment and again still nobody has got more super bowls than we have so I, again I, I wouldn't let these people get you derby that, that's you know again know a million different people are going to say a million different things and you can't really, i know they're delusional uh, yeah. yeah fox yeah. sports has the steelers at you know uh, over under 11 and a half wins derby come on now <clears throat> yeah yeah but where are the Bengals? ahead of them yeah, at same thing at eleven and a half wins, and the Bengals have had a better record the past couple of years than we have. NFL Network Joe has Burrow's us as what as us as uh, the wild one of the wild card teams. So, oh, we there is respect throughout the league there, Derpy. It's definitely it's definitely Joe increased Burrow's compared to what it's it was. coming along, Derpy. It's coming along, yeah. man. Like you know, Work in progress. At the end of last season, you know, yeah, we showed signs of life, but. You, you got to figure now they got to see the team in preseason, the team that Omar Khan assembled, the coaching job that Tomlin and the rest of the staff has done. It's opening eyes around the league. We see it day in, day out. Not everyone gets to see it day in, day out. So once you finally see it, you have it on film, you know, it's going to turn some heads. People's opinions are going to change. But, but yes, I love fired up Derpy. I rather I stand at the radar, though. Nah, I want, I want teams what? to know we're coming, Derpy. I want them to know. You, you put love the butter. league on notice. He wants to fly under. I'd rather stay under the radar, though. Yeah, you kind of want to go under the radar, man. That's, you want to go in. You want to go in. Everyone knowing you're coming. 
Well, you know, like Debo, with, man. Well, that's that's start to the week coming. one if you're gonna be 49ers. I I, I don't want anybody to be the 49ers. That way we go whoop their ass and that'll give them something to talk about. You know, what's it matter? You know, yeah. who cares what people are saying? As long as we go out and win. That's all that matters. Just yep. win, baby. To quote Al Davis. Uh, here's one more for you guys. Last preseason, <clears throat> last preseason, two quarterbacks finished with perfect passer ratings. Two. And those two quarterbacks went on to be the second and third in ML, uh, MVP voting. It was, was Jalen Hurts and uh, Josh Allen. So there you go, everybody. <laughs> Got a few things to look forward to. None bigger than the opener 10 days from today. 10 days mm-hmm. from today, it's going to be here, guys. After today, it's only going to be down to single digits. We've been talking about this, Mike, since February. Uh, we couldn't wait for this time to come, but here we are 10 days, 10 days away, San Francisco opening day for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Again, only a week away from the opening day of the uh, NFL season, the game between Kansas City and Detroit. I, I'll be glued to my seat. Believe me, it's going to be the first meaningful game. It's going to be a game where you're going to see starters the whole way through. This, this is what I crave. Mm-hmm. So um, I can't wait. Here we go, guys. Only a week away. Mike, why don't you go and tell everybody about the website? TrueDumbUsers.com. Everything you need for TrueDumbUsers is over there. Links to YouTube, Spotify, Facebook, Twitters, all there. The merch store is there. Everything you need. TrueDumbUsers.com. There you go, everybody. Go check it out. www.tudomunges.com. I know Mike's doing uh, some work over there, changing things around, moving things. I don't know what he's doing, but check it out. I know he does a lot of work there. So um, go over and check it out. Hopefully the new and improved website will be up next week. That's what I'm hoping for. Nice way to finish out summer. Yeah. I want to have it ready in time for kickoff. All right. Uh, trivia of the day again, 49ers. We're gonna we're gonna know so much about it. you're gonna be so knowledgeable of the San Francisco 49ers derby by the time this game is over. Again, this is who the Steelers play next, and it's a two-week time period. So there's a lot of 49er questions coming our way. Guys, this week, um, I'm sorry, today, today is no different. We've got another one. We'll do the same thing. I'm gonna read the question, and then I'll give you the option if you want answers or not, and then we'll figure out how we're going to do from there. So here we go, guys. Are you ready? I am ready. I'm ready. Here we go. What 49er was the first NFL player with 1,000 yards rushing and 1,000 yards receiving in a single season? Hmm. Again, what 49er was the first NFL player with 1,000 yards rushing and a thousand yards receiving in a single season. Go ahead and think that over, guys. I'll, when I come back, I'll see if you want uh, choices or not. Um, we are live, everybody, seven days a week, seven days, Monday through Sunday, every week, right here. Check us out. Also, if you'd rather listen to us in a pod in podcast form, the show that we do brand new every day gets uploaded over on Spotify at eight o'clock p.m., where you can listen to the show and podcast. Every day it goes up eight o'clock Spotify. Check it out. All right, guys. Question of the day is this. What 49er was the first NFL player with a thousand yards rushing and a thousand yards receiving in a season? Would either one of you guys like choices on this? I would like choices. You would? Yes. I got a guess. You got a guess. So we will go to Mike first. Mike. What player was the first NFL player with the thousand yards rushing and a thousand yard receiving in a single season? Sorry, Debo Samuel's. 
Debo Samuels, is this your final answer? Yeah, it's my final answer. All right. Let's lock you in. Debo Samuels. All right, Derpy. I'm looking for the answer of what 49er was the first NFL player with a thousand yards receiving, a thousand yards rushing in a single season. Mike says Debo Samuels, and you did say that you would like uh, choices, correct? Yes. All right, here we go. Was it A, Frank Gore? Was it B, Joe Perry? Was it C, Ricky Waters? Or was it D, Roger Craig? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. What NFL, what 49er was the first NFL player with a thousand yards rushing and a thousand yards receiving in a single season? Frank Gore, Joe Perry, Ricky Waters, or Roger Craig? Who do you think? Hmm. I'm going to go Ricky Waters. Ricky Waters from Eastern Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken. So, Derpy, you're going to go with Ricky Waters' final uh, final answer. Yeah. yeah. All right. Locked in. All right. So, Mike, <laughs> do you want to take another guess? Nope. I'm going to stick with it. My failures. I'm going to stick with my All failures. All right. Here we go. What 49er was the first NFL player with 1,000 yards rushing and 1,000 yards receiving in a season? Mike says Debo Samuels. And Derpy – Derpy waited and went for the uh, waited for the choices. The choices were Frank Gore, Joe Perry, Ricky Waters, Roger Craig. Derpy says Ricky Waters, former Notre Dame Irish, Fighting Irish. The answer, of course, guys, is Roger Craig. Ooh, Roger Craig was the first NFL player with thousand yards rushing, thousand yards receiving. He was a beast, man. And the 49ers, a lot of times when you get a 49er question, go back to the 80s because that's where a lot of times the answer is that was a great team. There's a reason they won four Super Bowls that decade. So, Yeah, that's damn good players on that team. Fuck them, though. <laughs> I swear it was and, uh, Debo. Had Rice, who was the best, and Montana, who was the best, and Craig, who was the and Ronnie Law, who played with no fingers and everything else. I mean, this team was – I'm sorry. Know, yeah, I, I'm sorry. The, the the catch in the sea of hands. They're two of the most overrated players in NFL history. Yeah, like yeah. I'm sorry. It, ooh, I caught. I jumped up. I'm a white guy. I jumped up and caught a ball. Rocky, All right, Rocky calm down. Meyer had one. You know when he jumped four feet inches right. off the All ground right. in the Super Bowl. All right, yeah. Just remember, I come in. I'm spitting hot his rings just like the Steelers. What's that, Derby? I said Joe Montana didn't cheat to win his rings, just like the Steelers. If you ain't cheating, Derpy, you ain't trying. Just ask Lance um, Armstrong. Like you got anything before we? Uh, I guess you just did, but uh, you got no, anything I got before so. you I got take something. off? I got something. Uh, the, ten, uh, the the Houston Texans GM taking a shot at Ben Roethlisberger after they traded for Kendrick Green because it for comments that uh, Ben made about Kendra Green on his podcast that weren't bad. You're just pointing out facts that they drafted him to be a center. What did the Didn't coach work. say? It, uh, their GM was like, you know, we don't care what that guy who played quarterback over there said. That guy, two-time Super Bowl MVP or two-time Super Bowl champion, yeah. that guy. This is why the Houston Texans have never won anything in their life. Yeah. Yeah. I used to like the Houston Texans until he opened up his mouth. Sleep over that. That guy, that guy who plays who played. I do want. I do want to place an apology though, 
mark it on your calendar. I do want to apologize to Pat Ferrara Muse. <laughs> I used him. I used him the other day in in in, in uh, a negative manner, just because Mike and I were going through one of our classic Pitt Penn State battles. Uh-huh. And sometimes, sometimes the innocent yeah, friendly fire. Yeah, sometimes there's innocent bystanders. I do believe that that, that Ferrara Muth is the real <laughs> deal. I do hope that we keep him around for another ten years. To be honest with you. Um, so if you caught that episode and, and, and you're wondering what the hell's going on, that again was uh, friendly fire. One other thing I do want to say, I do have uh, friends. I, I produce a show on a radio, on the radio. These guys over a show on WBVP. It's called uh, Hey Peanuts. They did give us a plug yesterday on their show on the radio. So I do want to say thank you for the plug on that. And I do yes. want to get their name out. Yes, well. I appreciate it, guys absolutely hey, thank go you check so them much. out absolutely um derby do you got anything before we get ready to take off um i do a couple things all right oh wow this team has to find their identity before the end of the season okay. there's no excuse we can't do something in the playoffs for how consistent we've been okay and the other thing is Appreciate the little things in life because it could be worse. You could be a Browns fan. All right. This is true. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we're going to be good, Derby. I, I really do. I, I can't imagine that we're going to come out and fail this year. And as I said, even if, even if, and what a lot of people forget, fail to ma- remember is the schedule that we're playing is super soft. It is super soft. Take, take a minute during your day, it's- pull up the schedule. I know it is. And, it, and you're going to smile because it, it's really soft. And even if we improve just a little bit, which I think that the team overall proved quite a bit since last mm-hmm. season, I, I think that you're still going to have a good season against this schedule. We, we have a lot of things going in our favor. <clears throat> Again, stop listening to what the national pundits say. They, they have to make a good case for everybody. They have to make a bad case for everybody. This is what they do. Again, I wouldn't pay attention too much on that derpy. All I know is that things are improving. You've seen things improve from yep. you know the second half of last year to the draft to free agency to the preseason to now. So you 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 know you know what's going on. These people have to watch thirty one other teams. So you know, let them say what they're going to say. All I know is in ten days we play the San Francisco 49ers right here at home in Acrisure Stadium, the first of two home games in a row to start out the season, uh, which is crazy for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, but it's uh, we, unheard of. We have stuff going in our favor. We, I, I feel the momentum picking up. I think a lot of Steeler fans feel the momentum picking up as well. And guys, I, I'm, I'm telling you, just, just relax, wait. I think this team is going to, um, it's going to surprise a lot of those people that are uh, putting you in a bad mood, Derby. So um, we will be in February if we over overcome adversity. Again, you know, the Super Bowl is never a given for anybody. It's a long, hard season. You have to figure out ways to beat the teams that uh, are going to be in your way. There's a lot of other good teams. Look at the Steelers teams in the past in the playoffs. They had to find ways to beat those obstacles. They had to find a way to beat this amazing Colts team in, in 05. They had to figure out a way to beat. So, again, it's a long season. There's 31 other teams that, that have the same goal that we do. We yep. hope to find them in the Super Bowl. I think they have a good chance of, of making a decent run in the playoffs. So, all we could do is is wait, watch and wait, and uh, yep. it starts with San Francisco, guys. Ten days, ten days. Here we go. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't either. People are people are really people are really getting excited. Um, anything else, fellas? I, I got nothing other than I'm fired right. up. 
Say what a seven. All right. There you go, everybody. Um, we do want to thank everybody for checking us out. We appreciate each and every one of you, as always. And for the two dumb yenders, Derpy, Mike, myself, everyone have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. See you. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh.